Hey, hello, and welcome to the Good Night I Love You Guys podcast. I am your host, Dexter, and this week's theme is Matthew Broderick films, so I've got to dust here on my counter. Uh, hit me with yours, Alex. <laughs> this is Alex playing Caden Lux, the human warlock, and I am also Matthew Broderick from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's a good one. This is Matt playing... Wait, time out. Was this the same guy? This was the same guy. Yeah. No shit! Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even do it on purpose. I just literally had this movie here, and the other guy is Gaza Rory. <laughs> nope. uh, and so, like, I'm, glad, we'll do, I'm sorry. I'm glad we decided to... <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Good Night I Love You Guys podcast. I'm your, your host, Dexter, and uh, we're looking at Gaza Rorick movies tonight. So I've got to dust in front of me. Hey, Caden, hit me with your favorite Gaza Rorick movie. <laughs> I've got nothing. This is Alex playing Caden Lux, the human warlock. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard that person's name before, so don't have a movie for you. Uh, this is Matt playing Gordon the Rogue, not the Sorcerer. Uh, are we recording? This is Fish, and uh, I don't know who either Matthew Broderick or uh, <laughs> Gaza Rorick is, are. And last time we did the Matthew Broderick gag, I had to look him up too. So I love you guys or whatever. And I'm Quisic Bang, played by DJT Joint as Matthew Broderick from The Producers. I'm also <laughs> from this podcast. Hello. I'm Quisic Lang. Um, That was a completely unintentional bit to do the same bit that they got me with before. It's, a, it's a very inside joke that no one Which ever get. canonically gets. hasn't happened yet. Right. This canonically is... hasn't happened yet, but recordingly has happened. <laughs> and this act, good. The, the actor that you picked is completely unfair because he's only been in foreign films. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. You, you got us yeah, good. So, good job. Um, yeah, if you guys subscribe to our Patreon, which we have not set up at all yet, and probably never will because honestly, let's be real, it's it's not that good of a podcast. You shouldn't pay for this. Uh, you'll uh, you'll hear our baby intro campaign where they uh, pulled that prank on me. Uh, Please support so... our Patreon. YouTube has made it exceedingly difficult for us to make a living off of our content. So uh, <laughs> toss us a root vegetable on Patreon. As an all audio medium, YouTube was really fucking us. <laughs> all right, enough goofs. It's time to play serious games. Yes, nope. let's be serious. More, yes, more be goofs. Serious all games. the goofs. Nothing but the goofs. Only goofs. Can we change goofs the name to good. Nothing But the Goofs? The Goof Night I Love You Guys podcast. Um, so last time we left you guys off, you guys were making merry and uh, had finally decided to leave like the RuneScape noob island of the campaign. Any, any RuneScape fans out there? Oh yeah, Both? baby. Both of y'all enjoy that, I'm sure. I was just complaining that we haven't gotten Varric Teleport yet. <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys are bumbling down the road in your cart uh, as you're trying to clear the path to Waterdeep. And so as you're, you're traveling further and further from the town, the forest is growing uh, wilder and wilder. And after only about an hour or two, the road becomes more or less uh, untravelable by cart because it's just completely rutted out by uh, tree roots growing over. And, and all around you, you can see uh, these trees are just like wildly larger than anything y'all have ever seen. Things have just like grown 
out of control uh, as you kind of dig deeper and deeper into the forest. Uh, and, and you also notice the thick fog that begins to set in. Um, what, what are you all... How are you proceeding? How are e- you guys doing this stuff? Egads, gentlemen. This does not seem like a path that we should begin in the evening. I recommend that we camp here until the fog breaks out, and uh, then we can maybe proceed tomorrow. Sounds like a good plan to me. Take a long, cold stare into the deep, dark woods. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we set up camp then, I guess. <laughs> Excuse don't tell me. me what I see or anything. Yeah, why don't you 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 roll a perception check as you guys are kind of uh Thank you. Uh, hanging around. Thirteen. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Gordo. Why do you have a minus one in wisdom, my dude? Do you think someone who was trying to fake their way through a magical school to sell snake oil would actually be a very wise person? Maybe. I mean Maybe maybe low intelligence, but yeah, one of one of the one of intelligence or wisdom should have been your dump stat. So yep. well done, my dude. Why his constitution is highest? <laughs> He's a fucking tank um, rogue. He was lying yeah, again. <laughs> so you guys are are setting up camp, uh, stoking a fire, and, and again this this forest is just like feels kind of otherworldly uh, all around you, kind of like primordial almost, like, and and the fog is just. Like, super, super thick. Uh, K- not Caden, but I think it was Quizic that rolled a good roll? Nah, it wasn't me. Torin detects magic. Oh, look at you. Yeah, so um, as we're setting up camp, I, uh, I want to take a little break, and I'm going to do my little ritual to uh, detect magic. Which I think involves sage. Ah. It, it, it's just it's just sage and he's just waving it around <laughs> yeah i got a shell and i'm like doing like the little cleansing thing around our cart torn does that really do anything yeah it aligns your chakras and it helps spiritually cleanse the area before we're gonna sleep here for the night tastes good on ribs too it does I'll agree it's with an added benefit I'll, I'll agree with quizzic on that how much sage do you have you do this a lot so how much many sage ribs do you have as well <laughs> Ribs are easy to find. You, you, so you guys are, are sitting up camp. Uh, Torin, you are casting Detect Magic. And I'll resolve that before we get into Perception Check stuff. But Torin, uh, as you take the 10 minutes to, to cast, uh, it is it, it just kind of blinds you. The entire forest has been uh, made more <laughs> magic uh, it is casting time one action, but as a ritual, it he can't cast adds ritually. He can't cast ritually. No. Oh yeah, paladins can't do that. Paladins can't do that. Ah, you sneaky deek! You're trying to save spell slots. Oh, I used a spell slot. I didn't realize that casting it as a ritual didn't let me do that. <laughs> because uh, yeah. I don't spend all day reading the D&D player's manual because it doesn't fucking matter. And you guys need to stop <laughs> believing that it does. You ruined D&D. The rules are fake. Dexter's word is law. Everything you say doesn't fucking matter. I didn't realize this is where we get to the hill that Fisher dies on. But yeah. why, does, why does the cast time of one action what was that relevant for what, what rule did i break well maybe if you want to be not a fucking casual <laughs> we'll continue on it's just uh, trying anyways. to help out our action economy <laughs> 
Dexter, I'm going to ask for your support that whenever I do some, I'm going to do something a little bit illegal every time just to break these fucking guys. I won't, I won't make it make me win better, but it'll just be wrong, and I want you to allow it just so we can break <laughs> this disgusting habit of theirs. Torncast Meteor Storm. I. The rules are whatever Dexter says goes, fucking goes. <laughs> Um, you made your yes. point, jeez. We're going to spend 40 minutes talking about We're going to go on a screen, uh, just like, re rules! Um, yeah, no, Sephora's is magic as hell. Obvious conjuration magic has made these trees grow much larger than they were before, and you're getting glints of that everywhere. The fog itself, magic as shit, you know, and it's just kind of like fucking everywhere in this forest. It's not like there's any one single source of it, it's just, it just is. Um, in a, in a way that you have, have never really experienced before. Um, with the perception checks of the other boys as they're looking around, uh, a zero is really terrible, Gordon. Um, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> Roll a zero on a perception check. Go sniff your own asshole. Um, Qu- Quizzic, Quizzic also not doing a whole lot, but Caden, uh, with a 13, you again hear that like, noise that you've you've heard following you a couple times now over the past four episodes question mark and uh you, you hear that around the camp uh guys what i did i did this to myself <laughs> what what is it what do you, do you hear, hear that um, but but while you're listening and, and listening closely for that, you also hear a and and while the one maybe was seeming around the outskirts of camp, uh, the is growing closer and closer to your camp. Um, uh, what do you do? Incoming. Also, weird um, sounds. Do you guys know how when you're a kid they tell you stories about magic forests? Well, sure. This is very literally a magic forest. Oh, okay. Like, it is as much a forest made of magic as it is a forest made of trees. Oh, shit, guys! Do you think we'll meet a cool wizard in there? No, what I do think we're gonna uh, see is something getting closer to us making a (laughs) noise. That's unsettling. I'm what, I'm what taking out a a quail and and parchment and and writing a short note, and wrapping it around a crossbow b- quarrel, and um, drawing it back into my crossbow. What's what's the note say? It says, uh, "Unless you're trying to freak, fuck off." <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. At, as you guys are sitting there dicking around, uh, joking like a, a bunch of chuckle fucks, um. Two fucking horrifying-looking creatures stumble into your camp, drawn to the campfire that you've been been setting up. Uh, and they look like they are vaguely humanoid, but uh, uh, coming out of the sides of like their face and like a whole arm is just like this enormous fucking mushroom. Uh, and they have like human jaws with kind of yellowed-out teeth, and they're just going. Ah, sh- 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 I mean, uh, that was rude. Uh, hi, guys. What's up? And it's initiative time. Oh, shit. (laughs) We got Quizzic with the 20, Torn with the 14, 
Mushroom people with the 16. Caden. Someone has been playing The Last of Us. Yeah, these are clickers, my friend. These are clickers, my dude. Uh, since I since I already have my cross, crossbow coral drawn, uh, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm warning you, back off! And I, I fire a, a not-warning shot uh, uh, towards one of them with the intent to harm them with the crossbow. Plus my proficiency. Why am I illiterate tonight? Uh, it's... <laughs> we are it's a, good it's at a 16 to hit. 16 hit hits! Alright. Uh, it thwangs into this mushroom man, uh, and he goes, and he just starts slavering around. Uh, Caden, it's your turn. Uh, Caden's gonna do Eldritch Blast. 18 to hit the one that Quizza gained for. Excellent, and it does 11 damage. And this thing looks pretty fucked up already uh, from just those two hits. Uh, but it is the Myconids' turns. Uh, and so the one that is uh, really scraggly and got thwanged by uh, Quizzic is going to run up and try and slap him with his fist. Does a 16 hit? Yes, it does. His attack is called Fist? It's called Fist. Ow. And I figured that... Fuck. Get, a, Damn, get away God. from my ass! Uh, it does five bludgeoning damage and six poison damage to you. Ah! Uh, the other one is going to uh, run up <laughs> Poison. Poison. P-O-I-S-I-O-N. Look, I put him in today hastily at work, and I love you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hellish rebuke that guy because I don't like it. Do it. A DC 14 dexterity save. Not mushroom men strong suit. He got an 11. Yeah, get hit with 11 fire damage. Uh, 11 fire damage. This thing uh, catches on fire immediately and just starts flaking away. Like the mushroom part of him starts flaking and it falls away dead. What quick? Um, what color were the flames? The flames were, were purple. They were like a, a light purple flame as the mushroom burned. Our chemist, Matt, will tell us what element burns purple right now. Uh, potassium, actually, yeah. Damn it! We'll get him next time. <laughs> it's a, get him it's next a time. lilac kind of color. Really hard to see Ooh. unless it's a pretty dark environment. Um, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're all nerds, but that's not fucking. Um, <laughs> when I get to send that dork trophy to you, you need to put it in the mail to Baker. <laughs> yeah. I'll reroute it to him immediately. Second, Mikeanid is going to come up and try and slap. Caden, Ooh, uh, not a fan of that. Because also saw it, and uh, he's gonna hit you with a fucking fist. Does a thirteen hit? Oh, uh, no. I'm real glad it wasn't that crit though. Uh, that would have been All right. bad. It swings a fist at you, and it's just like right up in your face. <laughs> uh, and it is Toran's turn. Uh, well, I'm gonna change things up, but I'm gonna try to hit one of the mushrooms with a hammer. Because I feel like if you hit a mushroom with a hammer, it's not gonna be too super stoked about it. Hey, non natural 20, 20 for three damage. That's disappointing. <laughs> three whole damage. You're really good uh, at hitting it slightly. It it feels saddened by this, and it's just like. I nipped it. Uh, but it's otherwise not uh, too worried about it. And Gordon, to finish out the round. 
Uh, I'm going to drink that small green potion that I got two missions ago. Awesome. Um, you put the potion to your lips, and... Uh, they melt off. Uh, it was acid. It was, yeah, it was, you just burn a hole through your pooper. Um, no, you, your vision blurs for a second, and you get worried about that. Uh, but you then you realize it's because three of you just stepped out uh, from where you were, and you are under the effect of... Mirror image? Fuck. Mirror image. You're under the effect of mirror image. Take that, for the next nerds. Nice. I'm going to let you find that spell. Uh, but Sweet. it's going to make it hard, really hard to hit you. Uh, I'll so, let you drink that as a bonus action because I'm a kind of benevolent god and I don't give a fuck what the other rules are. No, Sweet. it's a full action, Dexter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to drink a potion. Lick my taste. Uh, I would like to run up and stab the one that Torin smashed. Attack. 24 to hit, 15 damage. 24 hit and 15 damage. That is going to do good, good damage on this guy. And it's looking pretty fucked up. Um, in the round, you've damaged the things, and basically as soon as you stab it, you hear off in the distance, um, because these fuckers have a cool skill called... Distress spores, and any myconid within 240 feet of it notice it notice it getting taken damage. Uh, so you hear other sounds from the forest coming in, uh, and it's top of the order. It's Quizzic's turn. I'm gonna use my wily tongue to spit a vicious muck at this this guy in front of us, and I I point a slender claw at this guy, and I say, "Hey, stupid! Don't have a bad trip." Uh, wisdom save from our Myconid friends. A seven. Take three brain damage and, uh, yes. Uh, have disadvantage on your next attack, motherfucker. It looks on death's door. Uh, Caden, you're right in front of this thing. Uh, you got Torin and Gordon right next to you trying to stab it as well. What is your play? Tola dead. Another wisdom save. It got a five on this one. Seven necrotic takes- damage. Seven damage to zero. Awesome. Uh, anything else on your turn? Uh, I'm going to look at the boys and go, so do we stay or do we leave? We're kind of invested, aren't we? Uh, Are we? I, I, uh, I, I'm doing okay. How's everybody doing? I'm a little fucked up. Uh, um, as you are talking, and I know it's free action, but... Again, lick my taint is going to be the theme of my DMing style from here on out. I like it. It only, it only took how long to get you here. I, You know, it's, we're trying to ease into it. Um, as you're talking, uh, a couple things happen. Three new mushroom people wander in from the edge of the forest in front of you. Uh, but you hear a rustling from behind and a little bit of a thwoop noise. And... Uh, there is a being behind you as well. Actually, before anything happens on the mic in its turn, this being is going to go. Uh, and you see a set of wriggling vines uh, grasp up from the ground and try and sequester these mushroom men. Oh, it's on our side. Can... Well, it's not on their side. It's not so... on their side, yeah, it's more accurate. Which is good enough. <laughs> Uh, and they need to make a strength save. So I'll do those boys real quick. 
because she's done grasping vines on them. And it is do do do. Uh, pass, pass, pass. Bummer. Uh, they all pass the grasping vines, and this being goes uh, and starts pointing at you, uh, Caden. Okay, I point back. We do the Spider-Man meme. <laughs> you, do, you do the Spider-Man <laughs> meme, uh, and, and you get a good look at this this creature. Uh, it looks almost human, but it's just totally covered in bark. Um, it's about four and a half feet tall or so, uh, and has these kind of bright green eyes, and coming off the top of her head are these long, wispy branches uh, coming out in neat, slicked-out lines behind her with little flowers on the end. Oh, uh, she's pretty. Hey, can I do an arcana and check to, real quick to figure out what she is? You can probably do that on your turn. Um, and it is the Mushroom Boys, uh, who... One of them is going to attack her, and the other two are going to attack Gordon. So, his one for our plant friend. A five. That's going to miss. Uh, Gordon, a seven. That's going to miss. Uh -huh. And the other one runs up to you and shakes itself vigorously, and you see some spores coming off of it. Could you give me a constitution save? I can... Ooh, okay, a, a critical 20. Um, yeah, you pass, and so this thing shook spores at you, but you definitely avoid it. Torrin's turn. All right, I'm going to change things up. I'm going to smash this boy in the face with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> We're all one-trick ponies right now. Wow, look hey. at that damage. There you go. That's a good one. I did a good one. Um, but I'm still going to use uh, in uh, Searing Smite. So as my hammer hits, uh, it explodes in a fucking fireball. That's cool. So that is two, two damage. Another extra two? Yep. Does it catch on fire for that? Yeah, he does, because the... he's a fucking mushroom. <laughs> I didn't know if there was like built-in like roll thing in turn, but I don't care. Is he weak um, to fire because he's a mushroom? Unfortunately, it, no. It does damage over time, right? It does, yeah. and mushrooms are gooey, so I guess that makes sense. Like mushrooms are like they're not like I wouldn't burn a bunch of bunch of mushrooms unless I was trying to do something besides make a fire. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like part mushroom, part person. So so it, so it's extra yeah. gooey. It's extra. Yeah, gooey. it's extra. It's, it's extra. It smells meaty. super good, actually. Mm. Um, awesome. Next up is Gordon. This is how they make the impossible burgers. Uh, Gordon is again gonna stab the guy that uh, Torin attacked, and that's a crit, so that is uh, 22 piercing damage. Yeah, 22 piercing damage. Uh, uh, describe this skill. Uh, so I'm kind of standing behind this guy, and I hit what's left of his spine and push uh, the vertebrae right underneath where his ribs are, straight out through the front, and he just kind of like. Falls in half a little bit. It needed to be as gruesome as how many fucking Fatality. hit points you just. Yeah, it was a Mortal Kombat level fucking kill. Uh, top of the round, Quizic. You've got a. Actually, there's a guy kind of near you, a mushroom man kind of near you, and this plant thing uh, that maybe is helping you out. Uh, and there's one up near the other three boys. What you doing? Against the other three, uh, the one against the other three boys, I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery, and I said, you really do fight as stupid as you look. 
And a wisdom save. Ah, is damn it. Eighteen this time. Uh, and I and I and I look at Caden uh, while while still pointing at this mushroom man, and I say, "Hey, Caden. Hey, Caden. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you're about to do, uh, do it a little bit better." Yeah. Okay. And, Thanks for the vote of confidence. And I <laughs> I give Caden uh, bardic inspiration. Wee! I'm going to Eldritch Blast the one in front of the other plant person. Ooh, open up the plant person. I'm gonna add 11. my D6 to that. It's a good good call there. Yeah. So it's a twelve. <laughs> uh, and you do hit it for thirteen damage. Ah, you're yeah. welcome. That's good nice. news. Uh, in fact, it, you would not have hit it without that. So very very <laughs> good use of Bardic Inspiration there. Um, and that's also its AC now. Um, and it is you know looking a little worse for wear. Uh, it is the Mushroom Boy's turns though again. Uh, no, excuse me. It is the Plant Lady's turn. Plant, uh, plant Lady. lady. Do do do. Uh, the plant lady uh, looks angry at the one that like tried to slap her in the face last go around. I don't see why. Uh, and so she pulls out this club, which immediately starts to sprout just like a bunch of thorns around it. She's casting Shillelagh as a bonus action, uh, and then she as, tries to fucking as fun a spell as it is as it is to say. Uh, and she tries to slap him with it for a sixteen, and that'll do it. Ooh. So. She does nine damage oh, to the in front of her. Wow. Wow. Yeah, Shillelagh's a fucking cool spelling Ooh, uh, spell there. Um, You'll get caught uh, up in the plant lady. <laughs> and uh, with that, it is now Mushroom turns. And so the Mushroom is going to try and fucking punch her in the face. And that's a seven, so it misses. And a Mushroom is going to try and punch Torn in the face. Uh, and that's also a miss because it's an 11. Uh, and it's Torn's turn. You've got two mushrooms that are not looking super great. All right, I'll smash them with my hammer, I guess. I hey, it's <laughs> hammer time. Good. Man, everything has been above a 20 for me. All my attacks have been above a 20. Uh, that's a good death. times roll. Lizzie Lee Which Would you care to describe your kill? Uh, I, sm- I smushed the mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> Creative, easy to remember. It. I go, oh, it's gooier than I thought it would be, guys. <laughs> yeah. And I turn around and I notice, I notice Tree Lady for the first time. And for a second, Torin pauses like he has just seen the most beautiful work of art that could possibly be imagined. And that's my turn. Is it is it because she's made of tree, or is it because she's got like a shillelagh club like halfway into a mushroom? Yeah, man? he loves both those things quite a bit. There you go. <laughs> Gordon, bring us home. Good gravy. I attack the one that's left for 17 damage. This is your your sneak attack shit? Man, that thing is... You're a damage factory. Yeah. How do you want to do this? I just... I pop, like, the mushroomiest bit, and it just kind of deflates. Um, and with that, uh, all the mushroom men are dead and, and fall on the ground. Uh, and this being, uh, uh, puts her club kind of on her back and it kind of fuses into her, her wood body a little bit. Uh, and then she looks around and looks at Caden and goes, uh, I just give her a shrug and sort of give her a thumbs up. 
hey, madam, that's some uh, cool, cool tricks you got there. Uh, I, I'm, I'm Quizzic Lang, and these are my Lang Knights. Uh, I don't. We never agreed on that. Uh, what, what is your name, if if I may inquire, and what's your deal? Um, she, she cocks her head because she doesn't understand what you've said, uh, and then she like. She starts speaking, and it doesn't it doesn't sound the same uh, as the kind of clicks and grunts she was doing before. Uh, she does anybody speak Elvish? No, I do. Uh, I, th- I speak Elvish. I think I do as well. In Elvish, she says, "Oh yeah, I guess that maybe that wouldn't work." So you guys don't speak Sylvan. Can you can you understand me now? I can. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Torin is like his hammer's like limply half on the ground <laughs> with the handle in his hand and just staring at her. And you guys can't tell by looking at him if he's like looking at the most beautiful woman in the world or like he's just seen art for the first time. Um, and she's when you guys respond affirmatively that you can actually understand she 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 claps like these like branch hands together and she's like, oh, thank goodness, I, I, I I've been. I've been looking for you for a long time, and she rushes up to you, Caden, and she says, you're the man with the purple book, right? You've got the purple book. I saw you use it when you cast that spell. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yes, I have the purple book. I mean, you're, why are you being weird about it, dude? It's like, it's just in your hand. I forgot what color it was. Calm down. Uh, Oh, uh, okay. (laughs) You are... You are the guy, right? I'm a guy. I don't know about the guy. Name's Caden. You're the guy. Kaden, you're the, the guy. You're the guy. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Torin. You're 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 also the guy. So why are you? Why have you been looking for us? Uh, well, first, my name's my name's Willow. I think it's only fair because you guys introduced yourselves. Right. Um, <laughs> the other two are Gordon and Torin. I'm Torin. Uh, and I'm it just I don't know. Can I let you all in? I've had a really shitty week. Because uh, I have no idea where the hell I am. Well, you're a few miles out from the nearest town. Well, I, I, mean, I, I got that much, right? I've been I've been following you guys around this area, but like, w- where is this? I, I, I was I was summoned here by a, a guy out of Waterdeep, and he he told me to look for you all. He said, look for the guy with the purple book, and I found you. So so maybe that means I can go home. Who sent you? It, it was... Oh, dang, I didn't get his name. What do you look like? I had, had these blue robes, uh, a kind of a, 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 a little necklace that he wore, and a lot of fancy rings and stuff. He said he gave you the book. Uh... Dex, do I remember this dude? Where'd you get the book from, my dude? This is your backstory. Technically, I stole it. Oh, technically you did, didn't you? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, and she says, yeah, see, but you know him, right? The guy that gave you the book. Yeah, 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 I know him. Uh, you can tell that Caden immediately starts getting a little shifty. Well, good. Well... Uh, I I don't know. Did did he have a message for you to give us, or did he just send you to find us? He 
he wanted to come open the path himself, but he got nervous, he was saying. He said, find the person with the purple book that they'd, they'd be able to help. I mean, I think you can tell this forest is a little bit sick, and it's not, not really my jam. Uh, I'm more of an all-natural kind of lady myself, and, and I don't know, it's just, I, I guess, I don't know, I just want to go home. I don't, I don't, I'm not from here. I don't belong here. No, I, I get that. Well, if there's no message and you found us, so we're going to try and clear this up. So, are 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 you are you one of the are you uh are you one of the Fey? Oh uh, yeah. How do you you know you know about us? I I had never considered that you were real, but in light of recent events, it makes sense that you would be. Uh, I, we, I, I, um, Torin can't, like, get a sentence out. Yeah, Torin, Torin, roll a history check, or, or, like, a knowledge nature check, whichever one you prefer there. Yeah, I'm kind of, so, I'm kind of, he's a Greenbrier, and, like, he's a, he's a Druid Paladin, essentially, so I'm kind of gonna assume that, like, literally my, my divinity, my channel divinity thing, uh, scares away Fey and their anti-parts, whatever their, what is it, Fey and fiends so i'm i assume that fey are probably like the better of the two options and were probably revered by like a group of paladin knights like paladin druids yeah i will, I will give you that with advantage because it is like very clearly your backstory uh what am i doing nature right is that what i did yeah a 16 yeah with the 16 uh you know these things aren't real right in this world creatures that you would consider fey are like fairy tales. I mean, you've been talking about fairy tale forests. Like, literally, that's the only time you've ever seen them. Like, grown up as kids, or in like some old, old timey books talking about like in the equivalent of our world, like people fighting dragons and shit. It's it's shit that's like medieval mythological bullshit. And yet here is one like in front of you, breathing in a magic uh, forest. In a magic forest. Is, is uh, this place? Is this forest really called fairy tale forest? I can't remember because I don't. It's not. It's not called fairy tale like. forest. It's just what Torin named it because he's getting ahead of himself. <laughs> you're, gonna find, you're gonna find out that you've been in the candy cane forest next episode, and we'll get to that. Oh, that would be why the trees are all candy cane shaped. Hey, Caden, I only got a few words of that because I don't speak elf. But uh, 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 greetings of morning variety, and and where's the library? And I, I and I bow deeply. <laughs> our our tiefling friend also says his uh his hellos i'd say to the to willow and uh i turn back to quizzic and say that uh well she's been sent from wait is she not speaking common now i thought she was speaking switch to common she's in elvish oh okay okay so uh in common caden relays the all the information about uh, a mystery man who uh, had summoned her to come find us. So we are going to meet a magic wizard in the woods. I'm so excited. I don't know if he's in the woods. It sounds like he's on the other side of the woods. Hmm. I'm also not super thrilled to meet this guy. Well, why not? Uh, reasons. Those are some reasons. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he is on the other side of the forest. He's just waiting out there. 
uh, it gets real nasty uh, partway through here, but I, I have some kind of cool abilities that I can do. See, look at this. And she uh, she pops a hand into the tree behind her and just kind of like sinks into it, her whole body. And she's like, haha, I'm over here. And then she pops out of the tree behind you and goes, boo. Ah. <laughs> I, think, I think Caden actually goes, ah. Torin <laughs> fully drops his hammer. <laughs> See, all right i got gotcha. you well Will, that's Willow, pretty good it's... let's try this one on for size and i cast minor illusion to make it look like i'm taking my thumb off <laughs> oh my god oh yeah. i've heard about you you are the user you're the connecto peoples we have we have m- myths about you in our in our plane oh my god and, and, oh, and I try, a meeting and one. try this one on for size and I, I gulp down a bunch of air and belch out some fire ah <laughs> oh, oh, keep that away from me. Stop it. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm assuming at this point Caden's translating between the two of them because they can't understand each other. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna we're just pretend like it was a fun bit for a second, and we're just gonna pretend for the rest of narrative purposes that you guys are translating and it's fine. Willow, Willow, is there like a central area where this corruption, which I am now calling corruption, is coming from? Absolutely. Um and Good, good guess. You're getting ahead of uh, the DM's plot points there, my friend. Um, no, I, I, I have been kind of scouting out because my my second part of this was to figure out why this forest was so weird, and I have found the reason. There's a there's a witch in the woods that's been been turning it well evil. It's not it's not really in order anymore, right? So there's an evil witch in the woods, huh? Yeah, it's pretty original. I thought. So what, should we go get her or something? Should we convince her to stop? I mean, y'all don't have to. I, I don't imagine this forest is going to be passable without her gone, you know? And I don't, I don't know, it's not going to get any better. Can you fly and carry <laughs> and carry four full-grown folk at the same time? And our horses? And the cart? <laughs> and the cart? Uh, also, no, I found I some think... cool rocks on the trail. I'd like to bring those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the okay. rocks, us, all of our gear. Uh... Uh, she gets super excited. Oh, sh- ooh, show me the rocks. Are they, they got nice crystals in them? Got I little do. Inclusions? Well, I think I found a tiger's eye. They're minerals. Uh, she's she comes over and she like is looking at the rocks in your hand. She's like, oh wow, that that's a real cool. This one's I like the little swirls in it. Do, do you want? Do you want the? He gives her the tiger's eye. Do you? Do you want it? Uh, she she looks real quiet and she can I can I have can I really? Yeah, it's for can you. I, I can keep it. Yeah, and she she takes it and uh, is really excited about it. And she's like, "Wow, this it's 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 so pretty. I, I don't I don't know. We have rocks like this where I'm from. Uh, and yeah, she takes it and she's like, "I think this would look kind of good here." And she puts it like right on her forehead. And the tree grows around it just a little bit, so it kind of holds it in place. She's like, yeah, Torin is, yeah I like that. Torin is speechless again. He's just, like, open mouth staring at, at <laughs> her. Um, again, I guess back back to the point. If y'all want to help out and take her down, I think, I think that probably needs to happen. It's not really in my nature to, well, let nature get this bad. It's not my thing. But I also think that y'all look pretty fucked up so you should you should probably sleep for an evening or something 
that was the original game plan until those weird mushroom boys came out of the woods. Are are you gonna are you gonna stay with us for 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 to to watch out help us watch through the evening? Uh, well, yeah, silly. I gotta get back to that guy so he can. Uh, maybe you didn't catch. I, I'm like held here by his will or something. He like asked me to do this thing, and I I can't go back until I go back to him. So I'm gonna. I'm I'm trying to go home. Yeah. Yeah. So what she said. Let's regain uh, more than a third of our HPs and then get started on the road tomorrow. Sounds good to me. Uh, we should probably set up a watch, though. I can stay up and take first watch. Uh, I I I'm a I'm okay. I, I I'm gonna I, I want to stay up with with Willow, and. Uh, Torin is not going to take a long rest and is literally going to stay up all night talking to a fae because these things are as close to a god in his order as we, they ever talked about. Um, so I'm doing that. Hell yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make you guys sit through a conversation. Dex and I can figure out if there's anything of substance that comes out of it later, but uh, I'm doing that. So you you guys all sleep. You guys you guys all 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 sleep. Yeah, it's uh, just kind of a general narrative. The 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 night goes on without any real incidents. Um, if you had like had mushroom people close to you, they would have sensed it before. So he kind of cleared out the general area. Uh, but yeah, Torin, you and and the this fey creature spend all night. It's a technically called a dryad. Uh, you learn that from talking to her, and she tells you about kind of the plane of existence that she's from. And you know, it's kind of like gobsmacked that you would even care about her because. She's not even like close to being the most powerful fae over there, and so like that you're kind of revering her as a god. She thinks is really amusing, uh, but ju- it just in general is like asking you a bunch of questions about what this plane is because interplanar planar travel in regular D and D, like out of context, is a common thing, but has literally never happened because there's not been magic to support it here uh, in this world, and so there's just like this crazy exchange of of information going on as you guys just kind of like gab all night long. Yeah. And I don't think that I tell her about the green briars and like, and the fact that they are like revered cause he doesn't want to look like a chump. Um, but he's, he's super, super enamored. Um, and just like, yeah, just super excited that she wants to hear anything about, uh, this plane of existence too. As we're falling asleep in the cot next to each other, I say to Gordon, I hope Torin doesn't make himself look like a chump. I hope we don't hope we don't have to hear that big lug fuck a tree. <laughs> anyway, I kick in my sleep. Good night. <laughs> um yeah, and uh the night does pass without incidents. Um uh you guys wake up fully refreshed with your HPs back and your spell slots back. All right, Willow. Willow. Yeah. Willow. Yeah. What? What's up? What's up, Kate? In which direction is this witch? Uh, it's actually, fortunately, on the way towards Waterdeep. But uh, I gotta warn you, I don't think the cart and the horses are gonna make it through all the the vines and such as we get going further. Well, we've grown kind of close to the horses and we need these this wagon full of supplies for water deep but 
This wagon looks like it was outfitted for four horses, but I only see three. What happened to the last one? Oh, we don't want to talk about it. Okay. Quizzic got hungry two hours outside of the castle. I don't understand. Don't worry Anyways, about it. Anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, come, come on, come on, follow me and 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 try try not to make a bunch of noise. We don't want to attract any more of those mushroom folk. Okay, so I should tune my citron before we get going, then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and maybe not play it uh, uh, unless absolutely necessary. Okay, I'd only play it a little bit, then. Got it. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. All right, Willow, lead the way. Got to practice. Um, yeah, y'all, y'all wander through the forest, and again, it just it keeps getting degrees of magnitude more utter otherworldly. Um, you see, like a, an overturned cart on the side of the road, and it's just full of vines. And, and you come across kind of like a a little cut through a mountain, and it's just kind of sheer stone walls on the other side. And you just see just silhouettes of human beings on there, like you know, if you like. Or to like light a bomb off and just see like the ash on the walls, hmm. kind of walking through here. Ooh. Uh, but eventually, you you come to this uh, path on the road, and, and it's just completely just ten foot high, nothing but these thick ass vines, and you can't see through it at all. Uh, just sitting there on, on the road, and Willa turns to you and says, "See, this is the part where I thought you guys." Probably wouldn't be able to get through. Uh, You're right. But fortunately, I got a couple tricks up my sleeves. Uh, and she starts that kind of guttural speaking to these vines. Uh, and basically, almost as soon as she starts talking to them uh, in this ancient fey language, uh, they start to quiver and shake a little bit and open up a small hole for you guys to, to go through. Hurry! They're not. They're not particularly in a good mood today. I go in the. I go in the hole. Yeah, a hole's a hole. Let's go. Everybody, pop in. Yes. Yes. Okay. Everybody pops in, and Willow hops in just as the uh, the vines close up behind her again. Wait, my wallet. Nope, it's too late for that. It's gone. Gone forever now. Lost to the forest. The magic candy cane forest. I'm just kidding. You can get it after we kill this fucking witch. Um. But in this clearing, now on the other side of the vines, it's kind of like a perimeter fence around a little stone cottage. And not to get, like, all annihilation on you, but there are, like, these shrubbery and trees there in front of that this, like, stone house that are vaguely human-shaped. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen annihilation, but it's like, no, uh, it's... Yeah, do it. It's fucking creepy as hell, and there's a fucking murder bear in it that's horrifying. It is super uh, I, saw, scary. I saw like ha- I saw half of it, but it, it it is essentially like topiary figures of people in like mundane routine tasks. Uh, there's like one uh, picking up a, a hammer. It looks like it's mid swing. Uh, there's a a boy that's got his leg extended like he's about to kick something. Uh, and then just, like, all these, like, a, a fucking weird-ass garden in front of this stone house, which has a little light on in the front and uh, some smoke billowing out the chimney. And uh, Willa turns to you and, and says, this is, this is the property of Tom Bodette. More like Tom Bombadil. Hey, 
What do you think we should do, Willow? Uh, you're suggesting we should kill her, but uh, maybe that's not the first course of action we should take? Why don't you gentlemen sit tight and I'll take a look up there. Alright, stay safe. Hey, and I, and I, and I put my, my claw on, on Gordon's shoulders and I say, Don't fuck up. <laughs> and I give him bardic inspiration. I snap my fingers and Gordon turns invisible. Ah! <laughs> Very good. Uh, so next I'm going to sneak up there and peek in the windows. Yeah, give me a, a sneak attack. Oh, or a sneak roll. Fuck. Sneak Still, sneak. an 11. Um, I'm going to go ahead and add that. Uh, 17. That's better. 17? Keeping it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you kind of prowl up uh, invisible to this house and look in the window. Uh, and, and as you're trying to like get a glance in this window, it's just... It's just, like, white. It's not like you can actually see anything on the inside. It's just... It's just white. And it's kind of like a funky... You don't really know what to make of that there. Uh, but you don't see anyone around. This house didn't render properly. We have to reload the game. <laughs> yeah. Some sort of hey, did it not render the walls as well? Maybe we can clip through them. Uh, yeah, you guys, you take the cartridge out and blow on it and put it back in, and oh shit, there's a, a fucking witch inside. No. No, uh, kill her! <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, we weren't ready! Quick save, quick save! There, yeah, there's nothing there, and uh, anything else you're trying to do while you're up there? Um, I'm guessing there are no other... If I look in the other windows, it's the same? Yeah, though, it, yeah. And you have no idea what the fuck's going on with it, because you should be able to fucking see something through a window, but just absolutely nothing except for uh, just straight white. Is this a one-story house or two? It is a, a one-story house. Thatch roof? Mm-hmm. I would like to climb up to a corner and try and, like, move some of the thatching and peek inside. Absolutely. This is where Thatcher Bane comes from. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do do an investigation check. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, <laughs> a critical failure, ladies Feast and gentlemen. Feast famine. Um, <laughs> Gordon falls in. Um, no, you don't fall in. Yeah, you you scratch at this uh, this thatched roof, and and just you can't seem to like get through it. It seems like every time you take a tuft out, there's just another tuft under it, and you just you keep doing that for a while, and don't get anywhere, and decide to give up. It's a very unfruitful investigation for you. And I whisper over to Torrent, I hope he doesn't ruin the waterproofing of that roof. It's gonna. They already have. It's it's gonna hurt the resale value of the place. <laughs> Is there a chimney? Uh, yes, I said that there was, and there was smoke billowing from it. This is actually what, 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 a weirder. What does the smoke smell like? Uh, the smoke smells like a delicious blueberry tart. Oh, we gotta get in there. This is actually <laughs> a weirder way to have gotten the name Thatcher Bane. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak back over to the group. Um, well, gentlemen, there seems to be some uh, obfuscation of the of the glass panes. Uh, we can't we can't see the inside. Shall we knock? Seems like the polite thing that to do. Seems a little bold, which normally I like. But do we have anything else in the tricks bag first? <laughs> what if we knocked very hard and then barged in? 
Does anybody know of any way to get an illusion to go away? We could try no. to draw her out, but I don't know a way that would be seen as, well, peaceful. We could stop her up the chimney. Huh. How big was the opening to the chimney? Uh, so kind of the idea of this is it's it looks like a commoner's little cottage, so it's it's not particularly large in any one dimension. It's maybe a, a 20 foot by 20 foot house period with a thatched roof, and the chimney is maybe a foot in diameter. Are these topiaries uh, rooted firmly into the ground? Uh, you could tug on one. Try tugging on one. Do a little strength check there. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a tug on one of the topiary. This is the wrong podcast for that, Tom. <laughs> it is the exact. Oh, I got a crit! <laughs> oh yeah, the minus one strength bond passed the strength check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You you grasp it and and. It just hoist this thing up. It has a huge fucking taproot on it, but you just like fucking throw this thing out of the ground uh, and toss it on the side. And no, I don't toss it on the side. I'm carrying it now. Yeah, it's like, Zelda style. Guys, help help me carry this to the door. <laughs> okay, I do that. Okay, we we'll carry it to the door. And all right, all right, put it down right on the stoop. Yeah, no, no, no. You you lift with your legs. Put it on. Put it on the stoop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it's on the stoop. Okay. Now what? Ready, get ready to run, okay? Get ready to run. <sighs> I, okay. I knock on the door and I run away. <laughs> I follow. <laughs> I hide behind a wall. Yeah, I'm, I'm going yeah. to hide now. <laughs> I'm also going to hide. Good old ding-dong ditch. Everyone roll stealth checks for your fucking ding-dong ditch roll. <laughs> As I duck, I go, why are we doing this? <laughs> 22 for Gordon, 15 for Caden, 17 for Doran. Quizic with an 11. Uh, and I'm just like cackling. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why it's an 11. That's why it's 11. <laughs> Quizic. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, as, as you knock on the door and run away, the door just kind of slowly creaks open uh, and just stops. But But no one comes out. No one does anything. Well, well no one's home. <laughs> rude of them not to fall for my trick isn't that rude uh and willow is willow is the first one to be like all right now this is just dumb it's it's five of us <laughs> right i think i don't know and she like pokes her her little four foot nothing body around the corner and looks inside and she says i see a table i don't know it just looks like a fucking house and then, the, and then the blade that was hanging over the door cuts her head off. You're right, let's go in. <laughs> Swing! Uh, the sword of Damocles. Only the penitent man shall pass. Uh, and <laughs> uh, are y'all going into the, the house? Yes. Hold on, hold sure. on. I'll go first. Yeah, af- after you. I uh, I hoist the, the big hammer out, and I, I walk through the door. Boom, boom. I'm right behind Torn. All right, we're going to see right, everyone goes in to the house. Mm-hmm. And we're going to resolve that after we take a pee break. Pee break, Yay! yes. Pee break. Pee break. Pee break. Oh. 
you'll get caught up in the toilet. Hi everyone, it's Dexter, your DM this go round. Uh, we're all gonna go pee, so you should go pee too. Do it now while we're all doing it. It's gonna be weird if you're trying to do it while we're in the episode. I mean, really, go take care of that. And and hey, remember to hydrate afterwards, okay? Hydrate or dehydrate. Uh, we're in episode five right now, which means if you're hearing this, it either means you didn't think this podcast was utter trash or you have a masochistic streak. Both are cool. We don't really kink shame here. Uh, but we, we are super excited that you're tuning in as we had a lot of fun making it. Uh, since it seems like you're actually enjoying us, pretty please give us a rating on whatever streaming service you're using and tell your nerdy friends about the podcast. You know the ones, okay? I don't need to, I don't need to name names, but you know the ones. Uh, it, it'll really, really, really help us out as we try to get our legs under us here in the beginning. Uh, another big thing, if you're not already, follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at G-N-I-L-Y-G, and it's where we put most of our communication, D&D memes, and where we do giveaways. And on that note, congratulations to In Eliopolis NCM on Twitter. As the winner of our first giveaway, we had a set of Wormwood dice to celebrate the release of Episode 5, so if you are a dice goblin and want to get some more click clacks, um, follow us on Twitter for more information on stuff like that. And finally, just a word of thanks to the folks that helped make this podcast possible. Um, yes, it's the five of us, and we have been doing a lot of this in-house, but that's taken a whole community of support behind us. Uh, partners and friends who've heard us talk about this thing for years and put up with it, and, and some of them even feigned interest. And so thank you, thank you so much to all of them. Uh, personally wanted to give a little shout out to my friends in OMAC Washington, people like Stella and Amber and David, who helped me beta run some parts of this campaign and even did some of the early, early audio checks to make sure what we're streaming today isn't absolutely awful to listen to. So a uh, big thanks to them. And finally, uh, a special thanks to our good, good friend, Ruby Ball, who made the artwork for this podcast. Uh, I mean, it looks incredible. She's this awesome artist out in Buffalo, and you can find more of her work by looking for at Fugitive Rabbit on Twitter. That's all I've got for announcements, so I'm going to let you all get back to the podcast. Um, good night. I love you all. Okay, bye. Um, yeah, so you guys enter into this house, uh, and uh, first thing to note, the floor is totally covered in vines, uh, almost like they're like a carpet in here. And it's and it's not like they're like squiggling around or doing anything. They're just like you notice the softness beneath your feet, kind of like you got a little extra padding. Uh, and, and as soon as you all cross the threshold, you hear a slight sizzling sound from behind you, and the door and frame you walked through look as though they're just kind of dissolving away. Uh, oh, this is bad. Uh-oh. Yeah, you guys are in the fucking house now. Um, you see a door in front of you and a door to your right, and I'm going to bring in a map, which I know Tom hates, but this is just so you guys know where you are in this house as you go Why through. Why do I hate maps? That's a weird thing. It's a weird thing to hate. I thought you'd take a... There, it's going to be a shitty map, just basically so you know where you're fucking at. I uh, but you said I hate maps. You said it takes you out of the narrative when you look at something from a top down. Doesn't mean I hate it. Don't fucking lie to me. Um, you see a door in front of you and a door to your right. Uh, and on your left, you see a set of wooden stairs that go up to a second floor. Uh, hey, can I do an arcana check to figure out what the fuck is actually going oh, on Oh, right yeah, now? you should do it. Are we in a house of holding? <clears throat> a 19, uh, 
in Arcana. Uh, I'm going to say my next little bit here, and I'm going to let that Arcana check make some inferences for you. Uh, because another fun thing to note in this room is that the dimensions of it don't make sense for what you saw outside. The proportions are just like super weird as you're trying to conceptualize them. Because while the door and the stairs all look U-sized, the furniture seems to get bigger the further away from the entrance you get. So so the, there's this table that starts uh, out in front of you about three feet tall, and it slopes up until it's just absolutely fucking massive uh, on the back wall. Uh, and with your 19 Arcana, uh, you know from studying this, this kind of book uh, from your patron that things like pocket dimensions exist uh, where reality rules don't necessarily need to apply and that this is almost certainly what's going on in here. Ooh, I turn to the, I turn to the guys at Willow and go, okay, so remember how maybe going in wasn't the smartest idea. We're in a lot of trouble. I don't remember right now. that being a bad idea at all. Maybe maybe it was just in my head, and I thought that it was a bad idea, but didn't say anything. But here we are in a magic as hell house. Uh, but basically, just as we go forward, things are going to be very big sized. Uh, if I forget to say that, just assume it's really big sized. And there's going to be a bunch of these, like, vines on the ground. Um, but you're in this little entranceway. You've got this big-ass, weird, sloping table uh, and two doors and a set of stairs. What would you all like to do? Good adventurers always go... Right. 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 Left. You always go right. <laughs> yep. I like you guys. Are you guys ready to have some fucking fun? You guys ready, yeah. to, have some, you guys ready to have some fucking fun? Ready to have some blueberry tart. Uh, you guys go through the door on your right. Boop. Uh, and along the walls of this room are pegboards with various tools, wrenches, scissors, and the like of, of again, just absolutely ridiculous size. We're talking like uh, a regular-ass hammer that's fucking six feet tall. Uh, and that's just like the proportions of, of everything in in here. Torinize the hammer enviously. <laughs> <laughs> Could could Torin create a hammer so big even he couldn't lift it? How how large does that make the needle? Would it be like a a, a spear? So yes, the, there is this giant needle that you've seen on this the, the map. But there's a giant needle which is gliding through the air, stitching uh, what looks like something out of burlap, um, just like suspended in the air. And below are two drow beings of normal size, of you size. Uh, that are supervising, that notice you as you come in. Uh, and they eye each other and say, Hey, how the fuck did you get in here? The door. We walked in through how the did door, you huh? get in yeah. here? We'll, we knocked. Yeah, we walked through the fence and we knocked on the door and it was kind of it. It's pretty yeah, we assumed we assumed the next step yeah, was grandmother's house. We thought it was I, we thought it was going to be a lot harder than it was, honestly. It was are, really you, are you two <laughs> doing all right? Uh, they're very confused by this. Uh, he looks at him and he's like, I don't, I don't maybe just let, let him, I mean, they shouldn't have gotten past the fence. How the fuck did they do that? And the other one goes, yeah, hold on. Hold on, Marty. Uh, and he takes a sniff and just kind of like looks at you all there. Uh, and then he stops and he's like, oh, a fucking course. You see, you see this one? Practically, practically, you let him here, didn't you? And he's looking at Willow. 
Uh, he said, you let him, you let him into here, didn't you? She's like, I, 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 I don't know what y'all, nope. what y'all, she didn't. We found this place on our own and walked in. She just happened to be following us. Yeah, I find that persuasion check. I find that pretty hard to believe. A nine, I thoroughly unconvinced by your logic. He says, "Nah, I smell a rat when I I see one." And he collapses hands twice, uh, and vines from the carpet shoot up and start wrapping themselves around uh, around Willow. And almost as, as soon. As they do, they just start pulling her down very quickly into the carpet. Uh, as soon as they as soon as they do that, I'm rolling initiative. I'm gonna fucking attack a drow. Hey, cut that out, or we'll we'll make you. Uh, yeah. If you want to do initiative time, they're not being hostile towards you, but just towards her. Yeah, I I am attacking a, I am attacking the drow that clapped his hands. Absolutely, Caden is a nice stop that. 13, Gordon. I'll back up my bros. 14, Quizzic is 11. Uh, Caden, 19. Wow, I'm getting really high initiative rolls. Get it, boy! Uh, oh, God. Me... If only I knew what the fuck I was doing. And it's uh, two drows are going to roll. Hopefully they're not good at being drow. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully they have weakness, weaknesses to hammer. Yeah. Oh, weakness to hammer, weakness to hammer. Weakness. <laughs> Ooh, please, weakness to hammer. Surprisingly, a lot of things have a weakness to the hammer. <laughs> Torin picks up the six-foot hammer. <laughs> and it is immediately crushed. Because <laughs> it weighs two tons. Um, all right. So starting out at the top of the round, uh, before anything is started, as soon as you like draw and like make a move... Uh, the needle floating above you stops stitching. Uh, and it drops down from the ceiling. And, and Torin, since you were the one that, uh, was aggressive, drew that aggro, uh, it's gonna come down and try and fucking poke you. And it's like a, oh, I hate a, that a lot. six foot, uh, needle that drops down and it's gonna try and prick you. This is public now. Uh, is the 16 hit? It just misses. God damn it. Um, and and it, it just shink. You hear it like chink into the the, the vines, almost like metallic-like, uh, but it picks up and kind of floats there in front of you. Uh, and it is now Caden's turn. Caden's uh, going to point at the drow who clapped his hands and cast Hold Person. Ooh. You have to make a wisdom saving throw, uh, DC 13. How does a two feel? Yes. How does a two feel? <laughs> he is uh, paralyzed, uh, which means that attacks against him have advantage, and he automatically fails dexterity saving throw. Get held, asshole. Wow. Um, yeah, he, he feels held. Um are you doing anything else uh, with this turn? Uh, I'm also moving towards Willow. Uh, and I tell the boys that I'm going to uh, try to pull her out of the floor. Um, oh, any so any attacks against that drow have advantage. And if that hits, it's an automatic crit. Oh, any attack that hits is an automatic crit. 
Yes. Wow, that's a good spell. My Damn. God. Uh, at the end of its, at the end of the drow's turn, it can, <laughs> at the end of the drow's turn, he can make a wisdom saving throw to save against it. God damn. Uh, awesome work there. And it's Gordon's turn. Um, I think Gordon's going to attack the guy that's paralyzed. Yeah, it's that's a hell of a move there. I like how I said I'm attacking and I started moving, but because I'm so slow, there's <laughs> like five attacks. Get fucked! While I'm doing that, you guys are doing the fucking. So 23 to hit, and since it's an automatic crit, I rolled the damage twice, and it is 22 damage. Ouchies. Uh, yeah, you uh, immediately just fucking level this fucker. Uh, do you want to describe how you murder him? Since, oh, since he's paralyzed, I just like go up and like gently prick his jugular, and he just kind of bleeds out gently. Yikes. So, Caden so cast Petrificus Totalis, and <laughs> Gordon pulled out a shotgun and blew his fucking brain. <laughs> <laughs> Petrificus Totalis, shotgunist, uh, fuckus. <laughs> Gordon, that was hideous. You monster. You hurt him. Um, and that, is that was a good use of my last spell slot of the day. Torin, Torin's turn. Hey, I'm not going to tell you. Torin stops your life. mid-swing the drow he was going to hit and is like, oh, <laughs> instead hits hits the other one, I guess. Uh, right, at, le at least I hit it. It would have been embarrassing if I said, <laughs> get fucked. I swing and miss and make my friends do the murder. <laughs> Uh, it's an 18 to 18 hit. hit it's going to hit, and you do, is that 6 damage there? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. I feel like my weapon is real squishy. It's like, I just have a big pool noodle and a little pool noodle. <laughs> <laughs> um, perfect. You're adding your strength to yeah, those that's attacks, a, right? That's a d10 plus 2 right there. Oh, jeez. Quizzic yep. Lang is up. Uh, and can I... Can I attack the big needle? You absolutely may. Is it clear what's controlling the big needle? It is not, no. Hmm. I, I point my claw at the big needle, and I say, Hey you, a stitch in time saves nine! And I cast Vicious Mockery at it. And I attempt to mock the needle. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, go ahead and make that wisdom saving throw for the needle. <laughs> yeah, this will be fun. Sure. Um, ah, it rolls a fucking crit, which downs to a 17 because this thing is not wise. Uh, and it's and it's almost really? like you just tried shouting out a fucking piece of metal. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Stranger uh, things have happened already. <laughs> well, the good news is it's got mental stats. <laughs> the, uh, the drow's... The final drow is there, uh, and he's going to back <laughs> Very up. disturbed at the turn of events. Not gonna lie, this could have gone a lot better for me. Uh, and uh, he's gonna back up and fire a hand crossbow. Uh, Attack of opportunity, Torin. Oh yeah, do I get one? I do, don't I? Sure. Now you like the rule, Nazi. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, you act attack of opportunity roll a 22 and deals 8 damage to him 
describe how your your hammer does this. Yeah, because I did that like half choppy swing before I missed, so on the back swing I just clip him in the fucking dome, and it's enough to like break a little skull too hard. That'll that'll do it. And, and he crumples crumples to the ground. Um, so we've gone through the first round of initiative here, uh, and you know shit broke pretty bad. But I need everyone to roll dexterity saving throws. Mm, oh dear. Oh, cool. Not Don't. my strong suit. You know who's really good at that? Did okay. Gordon, you're a fuck. Why? <laughs> you're a rogue. Gordon, don't forget you have uh, uh, Bardic Inspiration. Okay, it's an 11. Yahoo! It's an 11. Um, so, uh, as you fell this drow, uh, Torin, you see just in time the giant piece of burlap above you start to fall down uh, from the ceiling. And, and it, you have just enough of a beat on it, and Caden, you as well to uh, jump out of the way as it falls into the ground. And the, the needle actually passes this save too. But uh, <laughs> Gord, oh, thank God. Gordon and Quizzic, you guys are both under this this heavy burlap and that's just gonna be the effect of, uh, so it's, it's like a, a 40 foot piece in kind of a radius that's fallen on the ground here. And it is going to be difficult terrain for you uh, to escape from. Uh, can I, can I, instead of dodging it, can I, like, try to hold it up in a tent shape so my friends can weasel out more easily with my hammer? Uh, if you're, ele so, you're electing to fail the save? I'm electing to fail and sacrifice my actions so that people can get out. I'm trying to, like, hold it up like a big tent so people can get out easier. Okay, here's how, here's how I'll, I'll justify that because it's a cool idea, and I fucking like you. Uh, that is going to be your reaction, and you're burning that as a consequence of passing the save. I think if you hadn't passed the save, you wouldn't have had that opportunity. So that's your reaction for the round. Sweet. Um, the flying needle is up first, and seeing the lumps in the burlap is going to make an attack uh, on... Who got stuck under there? Gordon and Quizzic. Uh... It doesn't super well, fucking care. I, and I'm also a big, I'm also like a big tent shape in the center still standing up like an asshole. So to be fair. That's fair. But I'm also. I'm a big old, big stupid target. But also you're not as squishy and it's less fun. Um, <laughs> it sees Gordon and it's going to, or a lump of Gordon, and it's going to make an attack with advantage. Does a 14 hit? A 14 is my AC. Hey, we got one. Uh, I it tried does. bigger. Six piercing damage uh, as it comes down through the burlap uh, and pokes you real good. Caden, um, your turn. Uh, okay. Uh, have the vines stopped grabbing at Willow? Uh, no, they haven't. In fact, uh, end of the round, uh, Willow completely submerged under the vines that were pulling her under. Fuck. Yeah, and like, you don't know what's going on under the vines and stuff. Um, they're still like squiggling around and stuff in that area, but uh, Willow is under them. You don't see her up anymore. That's not good, right? Nope, that's actually what the kids would call bad. All right, Caden's gonna a beloved uh, character immediately killed. You wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't let me kill Jimothy, but I'll. I have ah. my sap. Yeah, well, <laughs> here, there's there's your petty revenge, I guess. Got it. Caden's uh, going to whip his hand around and. Fire an Eldritch Blast at the needle. 
Kaden, are you under the thing or duder? No, you're out. No, I'm out. Cool. Uh, an 11 does not hit it. Uh, yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, and so it fires off, and it knocks into a, a screwdriver hanging on the wall, and the screwdriver kind of falls onto a workbench with a huge thunderous clatter. Uh, but otherwise, your your spell has been ineffective. Gordon's turn. I'm going to try to take my dagger and turn the hole the needle went through in the burlap into a hole big enough to climb out of. I love this. Uh, 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 uh. Give it, him advantage because I'm wasting my turn holding up a fucking sack of burlap. <laughs> yeah, make make it an attack on this uh, burlap with advantage because. Fuck Torin. You're not wasting a turn, you wasted a reaction. And it hasn't been your turn yet. So it's an 18. An 18 is definitely going to hit some fucking burlap. Uh, and with 15 damage on it, I get well, yes. Yeah, you uh, have advantage. Nine of it's sneak attack, which I don't know if that matters against inanimate stuff. Uh, sneak, the, sneak, sneak the burlap yeah, side. <laughs> te- technically, to sneak against something, it has to have visual eyesight. Uh, so it is only going to be six damage, but that is still more than enough to get a hole. And you just kind of like the burlap falls around you down to your ankles, uh, and you are out of this. Torin, your turn. I, I uh, would like to announce oh, yes. the exit to my teammates before I get the whole way out. Yeah, and I'm just going to say everybody out and hold the burlap sack up. I say I would... you slit that sheet. That sheet you slit, and out of that slitted sheet I get. I'll start like I'll, I, but I'll start like awkwardly hand walking over towards the the hole, uh, you know, to like draw attention to it. Yeah, I'll I'll do a coin flip to see if the needle is persuaded by that. It's not like it's doing a, a super effective job, but it's kind of attacking at random, anyways. Uh, Quizic, your turn. Hmm. I I climb out of the sheet. Uh, yeah, you'll use. All of your movement to do that? Yes. And then I, I cast uh, Vicious Mockery again at the needle. And I said, <laughs> and I say, eat this, you prick. <laughs> it rolls a 13. Yeah. And you take uh, uh, four psychic damage and have disadvantage on attacks. Um, yeah. You shout these insults at it and it doesn't appear to have any effect on, again, a flying piece of metal. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it tried to save. It's, it did try to save. So it doesn't appear to be damaged anyway, but it it is flying a little bit erratically based off of your insult. And that is the uh, narrative way of the metagame that uh, it is immune to psychic damage, oh, which okay. uh, Vicious Mockery is, but I will give you the disadvantage on it next go around. Uh, and as end of the turn... Uh, and so coming up top is going to be the needle and Torin, since you were the only one under it, it is going to try and stab you again. Uh, so advantage and disadvantage will cancel out. How does a six do? Does six feel good? Oh, yeah. It scratches my armpit conveniently. Ooh, ooh, right there. (laughs) Oh, Uh, thank God. I couldn't get that right now. It, it like clatters clumsily because it's still under the effects of this this mockery and kind of like swerving around a bit. Caden, uh, hit me with your turn. Caden's going to throw. Wait for what it. What is it? Another Eldritch oh, Blast. Oh shit! A fourteen this time. Let me tell you something. No, 
Yeah, I didn't think so. How does no sound? How does no Oh, cool. I love this adamantine needle. Uh, uh, yeah, you throw it off, and it actually, like, plinks off it a little bit. You just barely graze it, and it's just kind of like... Now, I tell you what. I also, with the 14, I also yell at the needle, Hey, stupid, look at me! With a 14, hey, you fire hey. it through its the needle's eye, and it just oh, misses it. So it's kind of going... It's kind of impressed. Uh, Gordon, your turn. We're too small to take cover in anything here, aren't we? You get back under the burlap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess in, in this particular room, like you've got these workbenches kind of around the way, so like there's definitely uh, legs to these tables that you could duck behind, uh, or if you want to just invent shit to fill the room out, that's totally cool too. If, if, what is plausible to be in a workshop would be in this workshop. Well, because in my head I pictured climbing up one of the table legs onto the table and uh, picking up a pin cushion to try and <laughs> grapple the pin with the <laughs> pin cushion. <laughs> uh, uh, if you want to, I feel like the table is probably too high for that to ever work. <laughs> uh, the table, the table is probably about thirty feet high. What is your your climb? My climb is actually rather good. Oh shit! That's right. You have second story work. So I think Climbing I think I can go thirty movement. feet in a turn. Oh shit! Yep. Uh, yes, I love this a ton. Uh, you climb up to the top uh, of this table, uh, and you see, uh, you know how they have like this, the pin cushions that are like shaped like tomatoes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a, just a giant fucking one of those, and I will tell you, it is like four feet wide uh and yeah this big oblong tomato pin cushion sitting up top there i'm gonna try and roll it off the edge of the table then uh yeah let's try <laughs> athletics you're trying to like ooh, <laughs> an eight is not gonna do it um it it flops onto the ground uh but if you were hoping to have enough oomph to try and get it onto the the needle itself which is kind of more in the middle of the room. Uh, it just you just didn't have the gumption. Maybe your arms are a little bit pumped after climbing up uh, the table there. Uh, and it is going to be Toran's turn. Come with me if you want to lift. Um, if every is everybody's out from under the burlap sack now, right? Except for you, yes. All right, I fucking get out of the burlap sack. Okay. Do I have do I have stuff left? Do I have an action left? Uh, you still have action left. Yeah, it's just costing you movement. Uh, I'm gonna clumsily swat at the. Fu- Actually, where's Willow? Willow is Willow is gone. She's been pulled through the floor. Uh, oh, she's a hundred percent through. She's a hundred. She was like being sucked through. Nah, y'all spent the first entire turn of combat fighting and not helping your friend. Um, that's not good. <laughs> Which I, re- we'll get her, I respect. We'll, we'll get her. We'll, we'll get her on the back end. Don't <laughs> worry about it. I clumsily swat at the hammer. At the seven, cause, <laughs> or at the, at the needle, because it's a fucking needle. Um, yeah, just you, you kind of plink into it, and like you expect to get meat on like a human, but it just kind of like, because it's floating around, it just kind of pinwheels in the air. Uh, and if there's nothing else with your turn, it'll be Quizzic. I'm looking around for some sort of uh, uh, rope or, or twine, string, thread. Uh, absolutely, yeah. There was actually some stitching it was doing on this burlap, uh, and so there's string that's kind of floated down as the burlap mask fell too. I'm gonna thread the needle, you see, <laughs> and I, I pick it up and I, uh, I try to thread it through the eye of the needle. Uh, 
Fuck yes. What even skill would it be? Uh, 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 give me a, uh, you're proficient with strength. Give me, uh, like a, uh, dexterity, straight up dexterity check with your proficiency bonus on it. Fuck. A nine? Damn it. Um, yeah, you are trying to, like, poke this, this thread through it, uh, and it's, it's just kind of wacky wild fun times going on there. Maybe it's still, like, a, a little bit rocking out of the way because of Torin's hit with the hammer, uh, but you do not get it. And for my bonus action, I'm going to give inspiration to Torin. I know what I must do. <laughs> and I say, well, do, do it real good, okay? Uh, I believe gonna, in you and stuff. I'm going to try. The hammer didn't work. I'm going to try something different. I'm going to try the other hammer. <laughs> I don't know yet. I'm thinking. With, with its uh, anger, because you're trying to thread it, uh, it attempts to attack you, Quizzic, but it rolls an eight, and that's terrible. Uh, and so the fight will drag on even longer. The Game. Benny Hill theme is playing at this point. <laughs> oh, definitely. You've got one guy trying to poke, <laughs> trying to poke it with string. The other one's got a pincushion on the ground, and who knows what the fuck everyone else is doing. Um, Caden's turn. You've got a needle left uh, on top of burlap. Caden's going to run to behind where the pincushion behind the pincushion uh and is going to try to get its attention by firing another eldritch blast that's a 19 to hit that is that is uh, a palpable hit uh and you basically uh, uh i mean you throw a force energy into it and just like thwomp, knock it against a wall uh with this fucking good hit 13 points of damage god damn some max uh, damage yeah, you got you fucking clobber this thing, uh, and it looks really fucking shaky in the air now, uh, like it's hurt or something. Uh, but it's still kicking. Gordon, it's your turn. Um, I just put on the Benny Hill theme. <laughs> 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 it makes me laugh so hard. I don't know why. It's so stupid. I guess I'm gonna try to roll a pincushion over to where Torrid and Quizzic are. Uh oh. Well, I guess I have to climb down off the table first. Yeah, unless there's shit you want to do from up top there. Because you've got... Uh, what do I see up here? Yeah, up there you've got a, a series of tools kind of hanging out, uh, like a tape measure. Uh, you can see a hammer, a screwdriver hanging up on the wall. Uh, there's a couple, like, nuts and bolts uh, that are big-sized on this, like, ledge. Uh, these things are all, like... Like, the screwdriver's, like, six feet long. Screwdriver is like six feet long. The the nuts are probably about two feet uh, because they're like smaller. Wow, those are big nuts. Sounds Huge familiar. <laughs> Elephantitis, it's real. Yeah, so there's just general tool detritus up there. Detritus? Okay. Detritus, I think. Detritus. Detritus. <laughs> Detritus sounds so much more like a disease. Detetris. Do, 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 do. Um, Gordon, what you doing? Can I... Can I investigate real quick to see if there's any pocket change in the in the container of the nuts and bolts <laughs> yeah you yeah uh you don't even have to roll for it there's like you can see a, an enormous fucking penny like you know how they have the fake pennies that are like like mm-hmm. uh, uh fucking cookie size yeah they've got there's a penny that big in a fucking coin jar definitely gonna take that <laughs> How are you going to carry it around this fucking house? Uh, cool. Are you doing that now, or are you going to... Uh... You, you said it was, like, this big, so it'd still fit in a bag. Yeah, fair. I did say that. Fuck it. Yeah, you got it. 
Got the big penny. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> this is at least worth ten pennies. <laughs> then I clap back on the table. Uh, okay. What an interesting turn. I like it. Uh, Torin, it's your go. I drop my hammer and I uh, try to grab the needle and like pull it down towards the ground. Fuck yes. Uh, hit me strength? with a hit me with a strength contest, my dude. Ah! Oh, and it rolled an 18, which would be good against normal humans. Oh, fuck. Torin rolls a 20, and you wrestled this this needle down to the ground, uh, and, and it is just kind of quivering under you. Uh, I go, shaking. okay, thread it, quiz. All right. I don't know why that's why I need him to what I need him to do, but it is what I need him to do. <laughs> it is, it's not my turn, but I, uh, I pick up what you're laying down. Uh, it's now Quizzic's turn. Oh, I do it. I do that. <laughs> it is my turn. I love it when I love it when a plan comes together. Uh, yeah, hit me with advantage on. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, if you, dexterity plus proficiency or, uh, 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 yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Eighteen. Fucking eighteen is great. Yeah, you lasso this thing, uh, and it calms down a little bit. Uh, and, and it stops moving uh, underneath of you while you have this this string in it, and, and it's almost like you feel kind of like an animal, like it's like you know, like when horses get kind of like spooked and they calm down in the the stable. It's you feel like it's got that kind of vibe coming off of this thing. Torn starts petting. Easy girl, easy, <laughs> easy girl. I, I think that, I think this one's funny. Can we keep him? Uh, yeah, Torn. As you are stroking it, because you like wrestled it to the ground, and you're stroking it. It, you sense that it's responding uh, to you on that, and, and it seems to be uh, calming down and a little bit accepting the fact that since you like, you you know a little bit from your time as a green bar, like animal psychology, right? Like you, like you have to stare the wolf in the face in order to assert dominance. Well, this this needle feels a little bit like that, and it's it's like much much calmer to your touch now. Huh? Are we out of combat? You are out of combat, yeah. Yay! I'm going to try to poke the needle into the hole cut in the burlap sack and see if it, like, poke it in there and then let go and see if it starts sewing the bag back together. Um, yeah. You, you poke the needle into it, uh, and, uh, so it's got the string in it, and it, you start to, it starts to, like, get in there, and then it kind of, like, flops over, and then kind of rolls back on the ground to your feet and just kind of like shuffles against it. Huh. Uh, well, can we get Willow back, please? (laughs) (laughs) I start trying to like roll up, roll the burlap sack and like roll the needle up in it like a carpet. Uh, yeah, the the needle is going to like, uh, maybe you're not understanding. This needle wants to be with you. Uh, it has. It is Yikes. a something that you could, you think, because of its enormous size, could theoretically be used as a weapon. Um, oh, and it is. Oh, oh. and it feels uh, semi sentient. So, uh, yeah, you've you've gotten yourself because you. Yep. Wrestled I'm trying that. Yep. Um, um. Yeah, I pick it up. Uh, okay, girl. Can, can can you can you show us where Willow is at? Our friend, who looked like a tree a little bit? Um, it doesn't... 
it doesn't really know how to respond, like speak to you. Or... I didn't think that it would. I'm not trying yeah. to actually get answers. I'm <laughs> just being in character. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, um, you, you think very faintly, you can hear it just kind of whimper a little bit. Uh, but it's, it doesn't, doesn't do anything else there. It's just kind of like okay. hanging out. Uh, if you have like some sort of, do you have a sheath or a quiver on your back or something or some way to have it there? I'm just going to carry it for now. We'll deal with that later. I'm like, I'm Hell like yeah. trying to calm the needle down, <laughs> but also like, guys, I'm really worried about Willow. Can you help me roll this carpet up so that we can, we can find our friend? Uh, sure. Yes. I'll go over and help. Um, yeah. Do, do, uh, do a fucking investigation check. I'm Eleven. not good at that. 16. 11. <laughs> 17. 11. Um, yeah, those are those are fairly good, especially as a group. Um, you guys dig around at these vines, uh, and kind of as you're clawing around, Gordon especially, because you did this with the thatched roofing there, just like as you, you move a clump of vine out of the way, there's just another one right beneath it. And it does it, it as much as you like pull something out of the way, it doesn't ever feel like you make any progress downwards. Uh, and so these, these vines just are there, uh, as kind of like the flooring and you haven't been able to kind of make anything, any kind of headway in this process of digging down. Uh, with an investigation, I'll also say that you, you don't hear anything like someone screaming, like they're trapped on the floorboards or something. There's just, it's just you in this room with a slightly upset needle, uh, digging at a floor. Well, we can only hope to find this witch, get rid of this curse, and that will bring our friend back, Torin. Um, I don't like I don't like waiting. Um, uh, I try to like jump onto the floor and get my boots like into the vines and like kind of wiggle them in to see if they'll take me. <laughs> wait, wait, hang on. <laughs> A la Harry Potter. Uh. Take me. They they do and uh, witness me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you wiggle your boots into the floor and just absolutely nothing happens. You you intuit that it must have been something that the drow did to get this process started, and that it's just not a thing that's going to freely happen, uh, despite however much you want the. I clap my hands at Torin. What? 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 Like like the like the drought did. Uh and uh nothing happens. Oh. And uh with that fight uh concluded, the door that you came through and the door uh leading to the north outside of the workshop both click open just a little bit. And that is where we'll end our session tonight. Ooh house one Thank you for listening to the Good Night Olivia's Guys podcast. I've been your DM, Dexter. Thanks for, for joining us tonight in our little house of horrors. And this is Alex playing Caden Lux, the human warlock. Good night. I love you guys. This is Matt playing Gordon, the human rogue. Good night. I love you guys. This is Fish playing as Torin, the human paladin, proud owner of a new needle pet weapon. Good night. I love you guys. And I am Quizaglang, the tiefling bard, played by DJT Joint. Good night, I love you guys. Good night, I love you guys. Good night, I love you guys. Good night, love you guys.